Fanny Pack Wrestling is a proud member of Diamond Club and the Freaking Awesome Network. Check out more great content at diamondclub.tv and freakingawesomenetwork.com. what that music means that means it is once again time for the fanny pack wrestling podcast buenos nachos amigos i am pd rave your man with no plan here with me once again for season five as always we have none other than my tag team partner my best friend my go-to guy my right hand man we got david jeffrey majors aka djm how you doing deej Buenos tacos, muchachos. Welcome back once again. The good ship fanny pack is up, running, and ready to fly with some non-mainstream pro wrestling. Introducing it to all of you one more time. PD Rave, what do we have on the agenda this time? We are, finally, I think, finally dipping our toe back into one of our most beloved pools, uh, DJM and myself, a, a promotion that djm and myself have been a little bit away from for a while and i figured we'd come back to it and we'd bring some guests and bring some friends to expose them to it for the first time uh that is chikara we're back with chikara and we're talking about their yeah, yeah. talk about season 15 they're a little bit ahead of us on seasons just a bit uh the anniversario season 15 anniversario a new attitude uh Deej, who do we got with us to talk about this fun wrestling? Well, first and foremost, coming to us from the A3K network over at Anime3000.com, artist extraordinaire, my co-host on the A3K podcast, Count Jack Noir. Jay Quellen, thanks for joining us. Thank you. And uh, for those of you curious as to why you cannot see me, but instead see a ghostly blue figure, it's because I've... I've relinquished my humanity, but I'm so glad to be here in uh, in in corporeal form. So thank you very much for bringing me along, David. Mm-hmm. Well, Jack, I appreciate you transcending all time and space to join us on the podcast. Also joining us, Miss Sortsong. Welcome to the show. Yes. Yay! Hi. Thanks for having me. Yes. <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't have a speech. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. prepared. Yeah! <laughs> None of us are ever prepared. Uh, we just kind of fly by the seat of our pants. Uh, and we talk about wrestling. And I have to ask. I'm down. We're down to get started. I have to ask. I'll start with you, Sword Song, as I, kind of our new guests. Uh, what did you have any expectations coming into uh, checking out Chikara? I didn't expect it to be as well organized as it was or as big as it was. Because I'd been to um, like local independent pro wrestling things uh, before, and they were very small. They were a lot of fun, and I loved them. But I did not expect to have that kind of um, editing or graphics or sound quality or anything like that. Yeah, uh, it, it, and, and, yeah, definitely. Uh, and this is even new for me. 
seeing Shakara with this much uh, fidelity, it was in 1080p, Deej. It was yes, in 1080p. Yes. It was also six well, gigs. And I think the guests were... Yeah, I noticed that too. Wow, big file. But <laughs> I'm glad things are trending upward for my favorite indie wrestling promotion, Chikara. Things are, are going well in their 15th season, and I, I'm really happy to be back. I took a little bit of a break from indie wrestling and wrestling in general for a little while, but uh, jumping back in with Anniversario, uh, I think I might go ahead and say, I've got a new attitude. <laughs> uh, Jay Quallen. Uh, yes. Did you and and you've been on the show before and you you've experienced <laughs> one piece of wrestling, uh, yes, fantastic piece of wrestling, a wrestling gorilla. Uh huh. What expectations yes. did you have coming from that and coming from your own uh, background about Chikara? <laughs> um, well, I have never seen. Uh, actually, you know what? I've seen maybe snippets of Chikara, but I've never seen anything with this amount of insanity before. Particularly the costumes, the tag team costumes especially were just insanity and with pro wrestling gorilla maybe they'd have a colorful pair of uh, of tidy of tidy shorts but nothing really outlandish no masks no nothing outlandish so at the risk of uh probably going through the whole of this and being an artist going oh man look at the colors look at the colors everybody i'm just gonna say right now um that just in general, just looking at this uh, and people are walking out dressed as they are was incredibly unexpected. But I did expect some good fighting, and I yes. got some good fighting. Good fighting. It was so good fighting. Uh, uh, well, just for a little bit of background, Petey, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Chikara Pro is the popular indie promotion that is very much influenced by the world of Mexican Lucha Libre. Uh, it tags itself as the fun-filled Lucha Libre super party. It's got a little comic book influence. It's got a little 80s cartoon influence. It's got some Lucha Libre influence. It uses a lot of Lucha Libre rules instead of the standard American pro wrestling uh, influences. And it is definitely removed from the United States of America pro wrestling norm. But suffice to say, that is part of its charm. So, Petey, let's just jump right into Anniversario. Yes, we're jumping right into Anniversario. And it gets started with a, I think it kind of, we've talked about it many times, the the staple of uh, the beginning matches of indie wrestling, which is a multi-man match. Uh, not only a multi-man match, but a four-corner Tag team elimination match. We'll say that again. A four corner tag team elimination match. Uh, this is a, a Gavin loudspeaker. So eloquently put it. Uh, we had the team of NRG, uh, made up of Hype Rockwell, Hype Rockwell and Ray Saxon, Jackson, uh, taking on the Battle Hive, uh, the <laughs> Nightmare Warriors. And at the time, Kevin Condron with a mystery opponent, which was later revealed to be Lucas Calhoun. Uh, the, the newly minted Lucas Calhoun. Um, first impressions. I'll go back to Jake Quillen. What was your first impression going into this match? Jake Quillen? Jack? Oh, oh, was, oh, that was me. Jackson. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's okay. not me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All the pressure. For some, for some reason, I'm only ever expecting David to call me Jake Quillen. Oh, but I sorry. Forget 
you're you're bro. No, that's okay. Um, I should be smarter. Be smarter, me. Oh man. So with everybody coming in, um, Jesus, I I I'm seeing freaking Kevin walk in, like just with the swagger going on, and everybody strutting up with these matching uh, checkerboard, checkered flag race gear. And first of all, this was again not what I was expecting. I was expecting one color spandex with little to no patterns. So to seeing people coming out and they've got masks on and this whole schlemiel and everybody's got so much character as opposed to with pro wrestling gorilla, they were very, um, well, they, they had personality, but they weren't characters. These guys were total characters and I adored it. So coming in and they're all having their own big entrance and, Ah, the crowd. I always love uh, just getting that high off of the crowd, just screaming. I was very excited to see what was happening. So uh, (laughs) it shattered a lot of expectations right out of the gate there. Yeah. Uh, And kind of getting into the match, uh, Sword Song, what what was your impression going into this match? What, What did you think of the opening contest? Oh, geez. First of all, I don't really know how massive tag teams work. If any of you have listened to me when I was a guest previously, I was the one who was going, boy, I sure loved when they were fighting. Boy, I sure loved them fighting. Because here's the thing is I don't, I don't really uh, take the time to learn moves. But, oh, my God, coming in... <laughs> and and uh, I'm not sure who's starting out, and then two people walk in the ring, and I'm going, wait, wait. So are they gonna are they gonna tag? There's a lot of people just just gathering here in this moment. Uh, oh, yes, Jack. Uh, again, this is something that uh, in the American indie scene, it's rather unique to Chikara. Uh, again, uh, something taken from the Lucha Libre world. Uh, when someone rolls out of the ring, and they do explain this on commentary, when someone rolls out of the ring, it does count as a tag in a tag team match. Uh, that, that, again, is part of the, the Lucha Libre style that they incorporate. Yeah. Oh, boy. I loved how uh, several times uh, that 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 was that was used as a tag, but I, and it was really theatrical. But I loved how um, several times during the match, um, <laughs> the opposing the opposing wrestler would backflip or or just swan dive into them, regardless of the fact that they were out of the ring. Yeah, that was quite excellent. Taking out, I might add, several chairs from the yes. front row. Yeah, well, you know, at least at least people yeah. got out of the, way. the front row. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh now we go to to Sword. Uh what what was your what were your thoughts about the opening contest? Um it took me a while to get into it cuz um admittedly it took me a little bit to get over Gavin loud, loudspeaker and that comes down to like my own personal experiences at indie wrestling. Uh when me and my family started going to uh pro wrestling, just these little indie promotions, there was a guy named uh Charlie B and he was the announcer. And he reminded me a little bit of Gavin Loudspeaker, but nobody was ever into him, so my family and I just started cheering for him. Yes. So to see Gavin Loudspeaker, and he became a huge thing because of it, but to see Gavin Loudspeaker do that and have people cheering for him really reminded me of that experience, how much fun that was. And so it took me a sec to get over that. But admittedly, I had enough time during the entrances to get over it because that dragged on for <laughs> freaking ever. <laughs> they, they had a little bit of a, a thing to tell, I think, for the entrances. Uh, yeah. especially the, you know, with the whole NRG, like, 
uh, Hype Rockwell's kind of tired from being on the road all the time. Well, yeah. you know, that when it comes to to the wrestling business, kid, you know they got to tell a story. Yes. And the, yeah, the story of this match... I didn't feel like match. a story was being told. I felt like it was just people wandering in and taking forever. Like, it, okay, I was all hyped, and now I'm just really bored. Well, when Kevin walked in <laughs> for something. some reason, when Kevin walked in, I was thinking to myself, God, this is turning into 8 Mile all of a sudden with this guy. He's <laughs> completely unlike the rest of them. Yeah. Which That's kind been... of his thing. Yeah, yeah. I once adore it started, it, Once the match started, though, it felt more like um. I felt like there was too many people for an opening match. It was really hard to keep track of, and that might have been because I was coming in not knowing anybody, but having four times four, however many people that four is, in a three. ring at once. Yeah. Eight. <laughs> Eight <laughs> yeah. men. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. But I think there was a lot of people to keep track of, and there was but they had a lot of really cool stuff that kept my interest, though. I just had a hard time choosing someone to, to like or cheer for because there were so many options. Yeah. Ant versus Ant, man. Yeah. Oh my god. Ant versus Ant. Yeah, the uh, Battle Hive never stopped surprising me. Like they were really cool. I like watching them. Yeah. Battle Hive. Amasis is is a fantastic dude and uh Worker Ant Personal is is impressed. Mine. Worker Ant has been impressing ever since he he showed up on the scene. Uh you know, in the Ant battle. The very interesting Ant battle. And I know Deed, you were kind of going to pr- provide a little context on this match. Uh yes, this opening contest uh is uh, just to give a little bit of backstory, uh, with Chikara's 15th season, they have started something called the Challenge of the Immortals, where team captains drafted other members of the Chikara roster, where regular tag teams got split up, so tag team partners and friends might be facing each other, including various members of the colony. Worker Ant, Silver Ant, and Green Ant. Uh, so that's kind of what well, led into ant. this fire ant. Excuse <laughs> yes. me, what led into this opening contest? Uh, PD, I gotta say, I really enjoyed the story of this match. Uh, in that uh, it ended on an energy drink. Yes, the, the <laughs> electric <laughs> monkey. <laughs> this is something that has happened in Chikara before, as you know. Yes, uh, where a a match can turn thanks to an energy drink or or a Red Bull. So yes. I, I enjoy that. It's, it's I a liked, little bit of uh, continuity. I liked um, hype running out of the ring going, what is this? What is this? Like, I thought it was, that was freaking hilarious. <laughs> what is this magical elixir that I got for free for that I'm going to show you the logo of? <laughs> like, oh, it's, it's, oh, yeah. Electric monkey. Because <laughs> uh, I had noticed the sign in the background. And in I, in the you know the beginning of the uh, match, I looked around at, at the at the Palmer Center, uh, the uh, Easton Funplex, as it were, uh, and I saw the electric monkey sign. I was like, oh, somebody sponsored the event. Oh, it's cool. Uh, and then they just it, I didn't expect it to play into the actual match. <laughs> in, yeah. in, in that I figured- way. When they did the whole setup, the backstage setup with, you know, Hype being super tired and like something's going to happen. Like either they're going to get taken out immediately or there's going to be some sort of upset and they're going to win. So I kind of I didn't know it was going to be an energy drink, but I figured something was going to come of him being so sleepy. Yeah. Uh, And then, you know, that that played in the the end uh, and it was it was a fun end. Uh, And that played into the following contest. Another I believe another was this another ch- yeah challenge of the immortals contest this time an yes. eight man tag match 
Uh, now, again, Petey, I have to bring this up. Yes. Again, with the booing of Jakara official John Barber, the sheriff. I know. I, know. I don't get it. I don't understand. He's a good guy. I I like John Barber. What that? What what is wrong with people? I don't I don't know. So I, Are we talking uh, about the the ref for that match? Yeah. Yes. The, 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 yes. The, the, I the, understand entirely why they booed him. <laughs> he stands in the middle of the ring, looking like a limp rag, not doing nothing. When everybody's just going crazy, she's like, "Oh, uh, uh, what?" Like, yeah, no, get out the ring. Like, you yeah, because they want to applaud. Yes. I will get into later why I really just loved what he was. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, uh, goddamn yes. rough. <laughs> yes, um, rough shenanigans were present. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we had United Nations, uh, made up of Juan Francisco de Coronado, uh, who got streamers. He got streamers. Uh, a bunch of smarks, Petey. <laughs> yes, uh, and the block party made up of Mister Azerbaijan, uh, Prakash Sabar. And the proletariat bore of Mo- Moldova. <laughs> Some of the most best fantastic names ever. Taking on Dasher's Dugout. Uh, made up of the throwbacks, uh, Dasher Hatfield and Mark Angelosetti. Uh, Icarus. Chicar- former Chicago Campionato's Day Parejas. Uh, sporting Cornrows, Icarus. <laughs> Former Chikara Grand Champion. Those were pigtails. Those were, they weren't cool enough to be cornrows. Those were just, they were absolutely those were pigtails. No, pigtails, pigtails stick out to like, the side. He looked, they no, were just braided like, pigtails. Petey, like Petey, the... let, let's, let's defer to the lady on what is pigtails okay. and what is not. Right, it was right. like the default uh, Amazon female hairstyle in Soul Calibur character creation. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The three the tiny, two braided pigtails. Exactly. The three tiny pigtails at the top of the head. Uh, and sporting fantastic hair of her own, Heidi Loveless. Uh, the current and reigning Shikara Young Lions Cup champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Challenge of the Immortals, 8-man tag. Uh, mm-hmm. Jack D, yes, what did sir. you think of this contest? What do you think of this 8-man tag? Oh my god, there were a lot of people to love with this. First of all, freaking Icarus again with the hair with the hair. That was really hilarious to see. But then he was just stealing the show for me. Because I was starting with this and going, Wow, I really like that first match. Whoa, I really like this next match. And it just kept getting better and better and better and better. But uh, well, once again, just to provide Icarus for a while was the grand champion of Chikara. So mm-hmm. he for a while was for all intents and purposes the man. He he was catching my eye a lot, and um, I I loved <laughs> I loved a lot of his moves, and he was so nimble. But uh, Juan was very uh, very quick as well, and I appreciate a quick thing because as a fighting game player, I picked the faster, lighter characters, and I looked at him and went, yeah yeah, look at them moves, man. He's got the he's got the grace, and um, I was really loving Heidi's uh, the the stitching. On her costume, I know I said I wouldn't get super into it, but Jesus, that was a that was a really cool, unique, uh, unique stylings. That was mm-hmm. very enjoyable, and she had a lot of great, great moves herself. I was really I was really pleased with this, uh, especially after kind of warming up with that that first uh, tag match. This was even better, and I was really really impressed mm-hmm. by a lot of the. Yeah. Of the showing. Sword. Now, Sword, uh, there was the same amount of people in this match as it was in the last match. Were you a little bit more able to grasp uh, what was going on in this match? And what was your impression? 
I was it was easier for me to follow what was going on, but I, I think it was because everyone, um, oddly enough, with all the masks and the costuming and the characters, I think everyone stood apart a little more for me on that one because you had like this one group of the crazy people and then the one group of the sports people. But I think what really stuck out for me in, during that match was the fact that there's a girl in it. it yeah, yeah Heidi Lovelace. She's great. <laughs> and I, she, she's yeah, really it was awesome. awesome. She really is. She, and she wasn't there standing outside of the ring being like, oh my gosh, I broke a nail. She was in there kicking ass, taking names. I thought it was really awesome to see that. And then it wasn't just like, oh, she's a girl, feel her up to try and pull her hair, do stuff like that. It was like, no, she's a girl, take her out, she'll kick her ass. And uh, I thought that was really, really, really cool to see. But one thing I really remember about the match that I really didn't like was when they had all eight of them locked up, preparing to, like, sumo each other all at once. Super and, yeah. and then ah, they just yes. kind of broke it off. I'm like, no, that was that could have been a really cool, fun spot, and you just yes, the, walked away. Like, that, is, that is a trademark of Chikara, the multi-person multi suplex, where everyone gets suplex all at once. That is, that is a, a Chikara trademark. It, it happens... Occasionally, not as often as it used to be, because nowadays it's it's. I would almost go so far as to say that it is Chikara fan service for us longtime Chikara fans. But it is definitely something that does happen. Now, Petey. Yes. Regarding this match, uh, one once again, Heidi Loveless, the current yes. Young Lions Cup champion. She's she's great. I love her. I've said that before. There's someone in this match that you and I have never really discussed at. Mm-hmm. Prakash Sabar. <laughs> we need to talk about Prakash Sabar, Petey. Right? Yes. Um, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Now, for those of you out there that might not be too privy in the world of pro wrestling, Prakash Sabar uh, is a masked impersonation of a man best known as Six or X-Pac from his WWF days, now generally known as Sean Waltman. Uh, he does all, a lot of his moves. Uh, his mask has the X-Pac DX tongue sticking out thing that he used to do, a- and he has Sean Waltman's greasy black hair yes. as a part of his mask. Petey, <laughs> Prakash Sabari. <laughs> yes. Um, I think he's fun. <laughs> I think he's when it really... comes to Prakash Sabar PD, I I'm not sure I can even. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm able to even no. when it comes to Prakash. Can only Sabar. odd. Can only odd. Uh, <laughs> but did can anybody else even on this show with Prakash Sabar? I can't even for ninety percent of this. I could possibly even in the beginning, but I'm un I'm unable to do anything but just odd. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Welcome Jeez. to Kara. I really didn't have a problem with him. Yeah. I, I didn't find him distracting at all. Amongst the, the ants running around yes. and the freaking scarecrow that comes out wearing a little Blair Witch Project necklace. Yes. Like, I, I'm like, okay, dude, with his tongue hanging out. And he worked it, too, like with his head movements. He looked like he was wagging his tongue at people. Like, it really yeah. didn't he bother was, me. He was, doing, he was doing X-Pac very, very well. Yeah, And, and th- there was a Shikara show, I guess... A year or two ago, where Sean Waltman was actually on commentary, yeah, I, and Prakash Sabar was in the match. Yes, and yes. he he also lost the ability to even. <laughs> it was, he was he was absolutely was having fun. 
someone that was his younger self. Yes. <laughs> and and that is part of why I love Shikara so much. It yeah. is so damn wonderfully surreal. Uh, it is happily within the weird universe of pro wrestling and unapologetic about its weirdness. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and that was just a fantastic showing with a with the the United Nations coming out on top. And that led into a non, technically a non, uh, and again, the first match that didn't involve the Chicago, this challenge of the immortals, but a nice little singles match. Uh, going back to that, the, the, the 80s, uh, feel, the 80s influence, the 80s cartoon influence, we had Missile Assault Ant going oh, up oh, against, yeah. <laughs> going up against Oleg the Usurper. Uh, who is apparently now, and, and again, this is the, one of those moments where it's like us checking back into Chikara. Apparently now he's like a, a rising, a rising, uh, hero, a rising star, a rising face in Chikara. <laughs> and here is the part there. where DJM gets to show off his wrestling hipsterdom, as, as I often do. I just want to say, I liked Oleg for the usurper from the very beginning. I liked them like before it was. I liked them before it was cool. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just happy for everybody else to be finally coming around. Yeah. However, comma, PD Rave, Oleg the Usurper was accompanied to the ring by the manager of champions, Sidney Bacabella, and we would be remiss if we did not talk about the manager of champions. Yes. What a slimy tit. Like, yes. Really. <laughs> and that's why we love him. He's just so... He's, he's like, the slimiest. He is the embodiment of all those slimy managers from, from the oh, age, late 80s, early 90s. Every 80s character. wrestling manager rolled into one, and yes. God love him for it's it. True. Yeah, so he's, he uses the words pay window. He talks about oh pay window. <laughs> and, he talks about, and he talks about Fritz von Erich and Vince McMahon Sr. Vince... Yeah. Yeah, everybody. Senior, nice. Yes. He also has that fantastically bad like dollar store Elvis Presley wig that I just yeah. I couldn't get over. Yeah, God, I love it. So fantastic. And, and of course, as you might might have seen, Petey, occasionally Sydney Bacabella does in fact rock the pro wrestling fanny pack. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, he he was not it was not present in this match. But it's it's been present before. Uh and he definitely wears it. So that, that's his outfit. On stage, if you see him off stage, where he's full on sweatpants, t-shirt, and fanny pants, yeah, oh, Sydney Sydney Bacabella, sounds horrifying. It's it's something you must see, but you are just so unbelievably inside that Mm -hmm. people that don't get it will love it anyway. Yes. (laughs) Like I like had Homestar Runner. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, I um I had a harder time coming to terms with with the manager character whose name I just spaced than I did with the tongue dude whose name I also just spaced cuz I'm, <laughs> I'm so smart. But like I had like the tongue dude I'm like yeah okay whatever he happened that's a thing with the manager I'm like no no you're just you're so slimy like you belong in a of Johnny was his face home video. Yeah. yeah, like you just you don't belong here. Go away. Yes. <laughs> it's to replace that big wig and Hollywood that's, director. And sword song, that's the joke. Yes. 
That's he needs to thing. replace that Hollywood director uh, guy in Cats Don't Dance, the one that's like, sign here, 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 sign here. Just a flip book of contracts to sign. Oh, yeah. oh my oh, yeah, God. The and, and, and then there is the pro wrestling contract. Yeah, the wrestling contract for Oleg. Yes, yeah, so remind him who's, who he's signed with, who pays his bills. Uh, and, of course, we got into this match. And, Sword, what, uh, once we got into this match, what did you think? I I really hate saying this. I watched the match twice and uh I don't I barely remember it. I it just did not keep my attention for some reason. Like I remember there were a lot of good spots. Um some of the drop kicks by by missile assault ant were really, really cool. There was really great contact and a lot of really great selling and that's like all I took away from it. I don't remember who won. I'm just like, Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's go. Roll credits. It- <laughs> this one was really more about the story before and after the match, where it was like Oleg is realizing, hey, the fans like me now. They like me now. Because <laughs> for the first few years of Jakara, he was a bad guy. Yeah, he but did look n- shocked n- that people were cheering for him. Now it's like, like, the crazy hey, you guys like me now. That's awesome. <laughs> and Sydney, being Sydney, was like, no, you belong to me. I've got the contract. Let's go. Yes, he's, he's a member and of the Oleg wrecking crew. <laughs> came out with the victory, and now he is in title contention. Yes, officially in title contention after winning three consecutive matches and getting three points. Uh, that I have to admit, that was a uh, very confusing thing that I think I finally got a basic grasp on, but the whole point system... Yeah. Uh, so, yes, in Shikara, they actually do keep track of wins and losses, and they do matter. Uh, rather than in most places where it's like if you just go out and talk to the champion and make fun of his sister, they'll give you a title shot. In Shikara, you have to win matches, three of them, either in singles competition or a tag team sh- competition if you're going for the tag team titles. You win three of them, and you put yourself in contention for a championship match. Oh, so you actually have to prove that you're worthy for a championship. Yeah. Yes. That makes sense. We should do that. That's a thing we should do. Yes. Spoilers. Uh, as uh, Jervis said later on, uh, three points. <laughs> three points. <laughs> three uh, points. Yeah. Um. That is. Yeah. And and he, he put himself in contention. It was a, a fantastic <laughs> match. Jack D. Jake. Yes. What did you think of the contest? I um I did enjoy the one on one actually. Um, there was one that I spaced on later. Uh, so I'm glad that uh, Sword picked this one to space on because uh, I can space on one later and it'll balance out. But um, I was really uh, missile assault ant comes out and I mean there were tons of ants, but God, this guy really just I mean, <laughs> oh God, Jesus in heaven, oh man. <laughs> What do I? How do I begin? I'm. I mean, I guess I should just say missile assault ant. Yes. Missile assault ant, and he's just pummeling and pummeling, and the, the the blows and the hits, and it's in time, and the crowd is shouting along, missile assault ant, and <laughs> I really did want to like Oleg, but I mean, this guy, a missile assault ant, was just. Yes. Too too impressive, but I am glad that he won in the end. But I I really did want to like Oleg because um he ha- he bears a slight resemblance to uh, Danny Y Sex Bang of Ninja Sex Party with his weird coat. <laughs> so I really wanted to be able to like him. So I'm I'm glad he won, so he could bring me around and go, yeah, you won, yeah, you won, good job, man. But yeah. oh geez, the hype with the crowd uh, that's a necessary thing with me. Um. I've been dabbling in a lot of arts for my whole life, so 
the the hype of the crowd for like theater was always real big with me. So it's big with big performances like this. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a great crowd. And uh, yeah, Chikara is in fact infested with ants. <laughs> Though they they they've cleared a few of them out. Uh, we don't have we don't have the we don't have combatant and um, militant assailant no, assailant or deviant. Or carpenter ant. Um, we have, I mean, we we don't we don't have deviant and we don't have combatant. We don't we have worker ant who used to be a sailant, uh, but that's about but, it. And pink ant is is ancient history. And pink There's ant. too many ant puns. I just yeah. can't handle the too now, now it's simple. Also, now we have, I'm terrified of it. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, and it's it's and and I can't imagine like people coming into this wanting to figure out why. The, all these ants came here. I was like, why? 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 Well, they the ants they marching, came marching one by one. Yeah. They, they were marching. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's actually the name of one of their tag team moves. The ants go marching. Yes. I'm so and glad. They, and oh and they God, used the, to the use. Moves. And they used to use before they cared about copyrights. Uh, ants marching by Dave Matthews Band as their intro song, as their theme song. So, good old Dave Matthews. Mm-hmm. Uh, good. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Oleg in contention like, for the Grand Championship. I believe he went for it. I don't remember the result. Uh, but yeah, that happened in the future from this uh, show. And that led into another challenge of the Immortals uh, with the remnants of the of uh, the BDK, this Bruderschaft Des Crisis. Des Crisis. Consisting of Jakob Hammermeyer. Pinky Sanchez and Njoken. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Taking on the Arcane Horde, uh, led by Ultramantis Black, wrestler extraordinaire, and hardcore a punk singer. <laughs> and occasional uh, Ultramantis, commentator. And occasional commentator, Ultra, Ultramantis Black, and the Batiri, consisting of Kodama and Obarian. Of course, for a challenge of the Immortals, uh, six man tag. I'll go with Jack D. Jack D. Oh yes. What was your impression of this contest? First of all, I know I know we're all gonna mention it. So Pinky, Pinky Sanchez. Sanchez. Pinky. Yeah, man, I've hugged before. That's the thing. I that. love me. I love me some Pinky yeah. Sanchez. I've hugged the, Pinky the, Sanchez before, the and that, that makes, it feels me so well. The, yes. the camouflage leggings. Oh yes. my god. But I was really. Um, I mean. He had some good stuff during this. A lot of a lot of good throws and but what I really was enjoying was I was watching Ultramantis Black and I was watching Kadama. Those guys, holy Christ. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, first of all, there's something so comically uh, just intimidating about Ultramantis Black. Just looking at him. Yes. <laughs> well, he is, he is a Chikara legend of sorts. He is a Chikara original from the very first Chikara show. So he holds legendary top tier status. He, he is, he is on that Mike Quackenbush level, yeah. uh, who Gen you hear on original, commentary. As it were. So yes, his, his mystique is very much one that, that is, that is with reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he definitely had my attention for most of it, but also Kadama was just I I am not without a, a very severe love of uh, brutality. 
Yes. It's part of the reason why I still play Mortal Kombat, even though I don't and cannot play Mortal Kombat 8, but... Uh, Mortal Kombat X, sorry. Oh god, I'm so behind with that. But I, I am not without my love of brutality and and horrible, gory things. That's why Straw Dogs is one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Also because James Marsden so <laughs> freaking good. That's what the that's what the Batiri have always been as a tag team. Very unrelenting in their yes. tag team. Yes. Uh they're really fantastic in that regard. Uh Sword, what was your impression of this match? I really wanted, I really, really wanted to like the Arcane Horde, um, like really bad, because it just seems like my my kind of fun style and and uh, but I just I had I came out not really caring. Like they were really good, like technically and all that. It was a lot of fun to watch them, but at the end I really liked the other the other group more. Who, God, the, my brain. The BDK, the British yeah, the chef disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> Petey, by the way, uh, I yes. gotta, I gotta ask you about something. What's up with Jakob's voice? I don't oh my know. God. Yeah, good question. His voice, because, though, <laughs> because Jakob used to sound very Euro trash. Yeah. You know, if you ever w- listen to the late late show on, uh, with Craig Ferguson, Craig would do a Euro trash voice, and that's how Jakob used to sound. <laughs> uh, he he doesn't sound like that anymore. What happened? I don't know. Sounds like some pseudo German chewing on food. Like, well, sounded really weird. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you think that might have to do with the eye of tear, Petey? Maybe. Could Maybe. Be we'll have to look him. back. We'll have to look back at that. Could be. A, we'll could back. be. Could be some after effects. Some some kind of like uh, side effects. Some of the of the power of the eye of tear. Possibly. Possibly. Um, it is a powerful stone. Uh, could be an infinity stone, maybe? <laughs> no. No, 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 it's no. not. No, we're no. not, we're not tying into the MCU right now. Um, but yeah, I think it, it, overall, yeah, they, they, they were, it was a really great, uh, cool match. Like, uh, I love seeing Pinky Satchers. Yeah, like people. that's what that's what I came away with from the match, which is how he, awesome he is. Sanchez was. He is like, one of my so much fun. long time indie wrestling guilty pleasures. Yeah, Sanchez. It's like yeah. this little tiny guy flipping around and just being the wild. He was yeah. so fun. And the I small, know the smallness contrasting with all these giant yes, people yes. and just slapping the daylights out of them. Yeah, and I love and I, and I know we were talking about this uh, previously on on Skype about. Uh, Pinky Sanchez, uh, and his name and, uh, us mentioning that outside in, you know, in less than family friendly circles, uh, he is often also referred to as the sexual spider monkey. <laughs> well, cause I think, I think his name sounds like one of those made up sex moves that high schoolers come up with, like, you know, totally the blumpkin and things like that. Yeah. I totally did a Pinky Sanchez yesterday on my girl. What? <laughs> like, what? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Urban Dictionary in five, four, <laughs> three, two. Dude, don't be a match. Pinky Sanchez, but you want to be a Pinky Sanchez. Exactly. <laughs> um, and he's fantastic. Also, he has the most adorable daughter ever. <laughs> if you follow oh, wow. him on Instagram, she has these cheeks. You want to pinch him? 
such adorable. <laughs> I find that a lot of famous people from all different types of of media, you know, uh, wrestling, uh, filmmaking, voice acting, they all have really adorable Instagrams. I'm gonna go ahead and shout out to Charles Martinet, voice of Super Mario, for cutest Instagram. But yes. I'm sure Pinky's daughter is a very, very close second. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, this was a fun match. And that led into, I think, another match that we've talked about as uh, having enjoyed previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the Gentleman's Club, a tag team contest yes. the Gentleman's Club, consisting of Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy, freshly squeezed, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy, oh, taking God. on Crown and Court, consisting of Princess Kimberly and the sweetest man in wrestling, the world's sweetest man, Jervis Cottonbelly. Oh my God, he's so adorable. Now, Petey... I want one. I want one. I want to put it on my shelf. I just want to hug him. He's so cute. <laughs> now, the Petey, together. You, you know, Petey. Yes. I, I have to get in my love for the Gentleman's Club. Yes. Yes. Uh, Orange Cassidy, freshly squeezed, uh, showing a little bit more vigor this time around. Yes. Uh, I guess the the orange juice this time was a little bit more orange juice and something else. That was juice to the face. There was a point in that match where he literally just fell backwards onto the ropes and let them spring him forward to pin someone. That Uh was him with bigger? Yes. Uh, Okay, so a little bit of context. standards, yes. Yes, yes. (laughs) Yes. So, so again, well, once we're, once we're, okay, so once we're talking, since we're previously talked about in less than family-friendly circles, like we talked about uh, Chikara's if if WWE is PG, Chikara is NC uh, uh, Y seven. <laughs> <laughs> Chikara is Y seven. So it's so that's that's the official context. In other circles where the Gentlemen's Club roams and on the actual Gentlemen's Club YouTube show, uh, Orange Cassidy's thing is that he's always incredibly drunk. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. His he's the kind of his thing cool. is a if drunken mask. So he's more of a screwdriver than anything. If you see yeah. me in Chicago at an anime convention, that's Pinky Sanchez's offense generally. Now that you mention it, he bared a very striking resemblance in motion to the large uh drunk Irishman that Robert Downey Jr. beat the shit out of in the first Sherlock Holmes movie. Yes, yes. And now, he yeah. usually plays that up more. Like in like the, you know the falling down and the uh, accidentally getting out of the way, uh, accidentally falling in the right way. It was he, his offense is very much. He is drunken a drunken master, master of yeah. pro wrestling. Exactly. His pro wrestling style is drunken master. Exactly, and but that's they, usually. But of course, it's Chikara. So. I have to. <laughs> we we also have to talk about the the legend that is the Kentucky gentleman Chuck Taylor. Yes. Long-time Chikara competitor. Uh, in my opinion, a guy who should have been signed by a major company a while ago. Uh, who now has announced that he's more or less on his retirement tour. Mm. A- and he's calling it uh, the Chuck Taylor Retirement Tour. Dunstan checks out. Yes. And so, a- so creative. A- yeah. As, well, we're breaking the fourth wall a little bit. His first name is Dustin. So. <laughs> well, yeah. So, yeah, I got to say, Petey, you know I love me some Chuck E. T. Yeah. And <laughs> the, the idea of Chuck Taylor, the guy who 
chases after children, <laughs> destroys Ashley Remington's fruit baskets, and basically goes out of his way to make Jervis Cottonbelly as unhappy as possible at any possible oh my opportunity. He's yeah. he's retiring, and that oh. makes me sad. Oh. Now I'm hoping, I'm hoping, because I remember hearing that Chuck Taylor actually did take a trip down to Orlando, Florida, to yeah. a certain performance center. Maybe. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that even though Chuck Taylor might be retiring, maybe we might be seeing a certain guy that bears a striking resemblance to Chuck Taylor at NXT in the not-too-distant future and maybe signed by the WWE. But for now, Chuck Taylor is still gracing Chikara with his presence leading the Gentleman's Club. Yes. Go ahead, Petey. Yes. Uh, and then we jump over to the other side of the ring. Yes. Uh, to people that we all love. Well, nah. One person we all love. Nah. Uh, Princess Kimberly. You, you. Ah. Princess Kimberly. Uh, Kimberly is somebody that I've, I've enjoyed quite a bit for a while, uh, especially lately. Uh, she is fun, fantastic. She's a fantastic wrestler. She's impressed left and right. And, of course, Jervis Cottonbelly, the world's sweetest <laughs> man. The greatest. Uh, I was loving their banter before the fight. That was absolutely adorable. And she, she pets him on the head. And, and Lou of him offering his uh, his hand or to kiss her hand, she snatches it out of his hand to pat him on the head instead. Yes. It, was very, it was very charming. I'm, I'm not one to shy away from charm, something yeah. that tends to, to, to get me in a lot of trouble because it brings me to terrible places. <laughs> I love Smush, and I thought those two are just absolutely ridiculously adorable. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, Kimberly... Being a princess and all that, like I loved her little outfit. She had like a little bustle on her, on her the tiny, thing. tiny skirt. <laughs> and, uh, she was incredibly skilled on. But I think what really struck me is when she came out and gave her crown to that little girl. Like, yes, um, it reminded me a lot of my sister who is five and she just loves princesses. And I'm like, that would I would do that. Like, that it was amazing to see someone do that and just how happy that little girl was. And I think that's fantastic. Speaking I'm of little so kids. Sorry. That I got the exact opposite out of all of this because <laughs> well, I, you I are, love the gentleman's club. You're biased, but speaking of little kids, there was that little tiny Jervis Cottonbelly girl. Yes. I believe it was a that girl, was and that was she great. she was uh, right ready to just uh, get in there and uh, smack. Uh, God, I can't really tell the difference between them. I'm really sorry, David. Oh, yeah. I believe no, Orange, Orange Crush was the one with the tore-up jeans, so it was the other guy. Okay, so it was Chuck. All right, so yeah, she just uh, went right in there once, uh, I believe Jervis had him uh, in a nice hold and uh, brought him over <laughs> brought him over to the little girl in the Jervis mask, and little tiny Jervis girl just whaps him right on the chest. Yeah, yeah. Right in the this match was my favorite because it was so much fun to watch. It, may, it might not have been like the most technical or story-driven, but it was so much fun. Like Watching the ref get in on beating up the guy and everybody <laughs> pissing each other and hitting the other guy. It was so much fun to watch. It was ridiculous. Jervis and on the, the sidelines freaking out. I... Sorry, Jack. Go ahead. I'm just saying uh, it was really fun uh, character-wise to see. Again, I think we were all, except for you, David, I think we were uh, really uh, watching 
crown and court, but uh, Jervis on the sidelines just freaking out whenever uh, Kimberly seems to be in trouble, and, and then she's screaming because her hair's getting pulled, and oh, geez, that was... But still fighting like a boss. Like, I love to see that, because was... that's why I fell out of, like, I hate to bring it up, WWE. Big reason I stopped watching it was because the, their treatment of women. It was always strip matches and hair pulling, blah, blah, blah. To see a woman in a ring with other men holding her own and not being just, like, hair pulling, I just, I'm all for that. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. It was Once great. again... An opportunity to say, watch NXT. Yes. Uh, watch NXT. It, it, it's worth checking out. Um, yeah, uh, I, Pete, I would say... I, I have to say, Orange Cassidy in this match, where, where he was doing the Orange Cassidy things, and when Kimberly got in the ring, where he just said, back her up, referee. <laughs> back her up. She's just like, it's like she's she three-fourths of the way to the corner. Like, back her up. Back her up, and and of course Chuck Taylor, who who I have said many times right now for for the last few years, is ever since Kevin and uh, Sami Zayn's mentor El Generico left the Indies, he has been the best thing in indie wrestling for the last couple of years, and him doing all of his shtick and not needing to f- perform at the athletically high level that he normally can, uh, he was in full. Killing children, yes. wrangling the gentleman's club, and letting out high-pitched screams mode oh. when he gets chopped. It was it was near full Chuck Taylor, and I yes. just I just ate it up. I yes. love that man. And I, a, I'm really hoping he's going to start being on TV. Yes, every, uh, and of course another great uh, Bryce Remsberg's Bryce Remsberg gets involved moment. <laughs> the heat stealer. Yes. <laughs> Uh, another fantastic moment from Bryce Rensburg, who who I absolutely love uh, in every way. Uh, yeah, and it was just overall just a fun match. Uh, again, more fun from Kimberly. Uh, she is, and, and I do recommend if you like her, this version of her. She does. She it's like three stages, like the three versions of Kimberly. It's like it, there's a version in. Okay, this is her in here. There's a version of her with in WSU Women's Superstars and Censored that teams with uh Annie Social uh in a team called Chicks Using Nasty Tactics. <laughs> where she wears black tights and uh is a little it. bit meaner. Kind of a heel almost. Uh and then there's one in between that where she teams with uh Cherry Bomb and is the Kimber Bombs, which is almost in between a little bit mean, a little bit thing, and she's in Beyond she Wrestling. Has- so from degrees of intensity from nice to to nasty, you've got Princess Peach, Princess Daisy, and Wa Peach is yes, what you're saying. Exactly. <laughs> there's she, a Wa Peach? There's not, but I really wish there were. Yes, <laughs> there should be. Yeah. There's. You know what? <laughs> for for the sake. Yes. So she's kind of. For be the a sake of the uh, metaphor, we're gonna we're gonna say there's a Wa Peach. Yes. Uh, exactly. <laughs> now uh, it's canon in the wrestling world. <laughs> yes, that would be fun. Uh, but yeah, impressive, and everybody loves Jervis Cottonbelly. And then it leads into another challenge of the Immortals match. Uh, this time another eight-man tag match. We had the Snake Pit of Argus, Eddie Kingston, Ophidian, and Shinron, uh, the Spirit Dragon. Uh, taking, Dragon. Yes. Uh, taking on the Wrecking Crew. Uh, made up of the Devastation Corporation, Blaster McMassive, Flex Rumble Crunch, and Max Smashmaster. 
Jesus, was Sydney name. out there with them? Did, did Sydney Bacavella? Yes, he was. Sydney Bacavella was out there, and of course, the uh, manager rounding champion, Sydney uh, Rounding the out the team was Big Jocka. McLarge, huge. Roll Fizzlebee. No, it's Blast. Dirk Chestplate. Blast hard Simon cheese. Simon Von Kill you. <laughs> it's Sexton uh, Hardcastle. Uh, <laughs> so yes. The names were so just space mutiny from MSD three K. Like that's all I was thinking. Like the whole time. Yeah. Jeremy Thigh Cruncher. Yes. <laughs> uh, and let us let it not get lost but in once the. Once again, the... when it comes to Chikara, that's the joke. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, let it not get lost in the shuffle that Jocko was there too. Also. Yes, Jocko. Jocko, who's actually pretty fantastic, uh, has had yeah. all of his hair this time. Yeah, uh, good for not, him. Not, not like I didn't do the half shave. Though I, I think I did notice that half of it was a little shorter. Yeah, it looked like, like he had the half shave and then it kind of grew out a little. Yeah, like he hasn't done it again. Because there was a defined while. line. There was. Yeah. So. Enough uh, people told him that that was a tragedy. So yes, he's like, okay, it's his head. It's okay. It's <laughs> that's enough. That'll do. Um, but yes, eight man tag. Uh, some fun stuff going on. A little bit of a a specific pointed uh rivalry being highlighted. Uh, you know, and, and a little bit of cool stuff going on. And a challenge of the immortals point on the line. Um, I'll go with sword. Sword. What was your impression of this contest? You could definitely, I could definitely feel, um, like Count is coming from this as uh, an artist. I'm coming at it from as a film nerd. So watching it all come together, you could tell that it was going to come down to um, Jaka and the other guy, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, the man yeah, from Another guy who has been in indie wrestling for far too long and should have been signed by somebody already. Yeah. Like, they were both really good, and it was really cool to see these two powerhouses go at each other. But personally, I wish it had been a, a singles match, because the other stuff just felt like filler. And then once everybody just kind of disappeared, I'm like, well, where, where'd they go? Like, why did they just bugger off? They would, just were gone. Yeah. I would and say so, it's probably there to set up the singles match that will eventually happen. They're yeah. built into yeah. it. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing I took away from it was besides watching this, these two juggernauts beat each other up and just had no effect on each other, which was always fun, was I could not figure out why um, Big McLarge Huge was freaking out even though they won. Like, he was just running around throwing um, crap. I, I, okay, at the end, of, I, I was confused as well, too. I'm going to be honest. Was that was, was that a botched finish, Deej? I have a hard time saying. I can usually catch these kinds of things. I've watched way too much wrestling in my life. But really, I think that regardless, the important thing that happened, happened. And that was to build to Eddie Kingston and Jaka. Yeah, which was important. I think Eddie Kingston was the one that was pissed off and angry. Uh, and specifically, well, Eddie Kingston's yeah. always pissed off and angry. About yeah, something. and specifically because he didn't get Jaka, uh, he the match ended, and yeah, he, but he won. So I'm assuming that that means he beat Jaka in one way or the other. I don't, I don't yes, think that's but, good enough for him. Well, also <laughs> yes, crap, McRef. Like I really, I don't like that guy. But yeah, like I don't think he was happy with that. Like he didn't, like it didn't quite end. Uh, he didn't get the battle. 
like he has said many times like he, he has okay so he's this very unique character in, in chikara he's this very intense character he wants a, he has said that he's a warrior he is the war king you know and he wants an honorable death and he always wants the battle and the war and he and lives for the fight i've yeah. had enough please die yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I think that's what what it was. I uh, coupled with the the possibility of it, you know, been being having been messed up. I I don't know. Uh, so th- that is what is known as long term booking. Yes, the match between Eddie and Jaka will probably happen either a couple of months down the line, or most likely at the Chikara season finale, or whenever their next eye pay per view. Yes. Um, I, I was yeah. paying attention to Jaka most of all. He, uh, I mean, uh, even the kicks that didn't quite land, that he just, you know, is just suddenly swirling in the air. I felt, I felt a huge rush from that. And every once in a while, this was the one I was kind of checking out in. Um, but uh, when I was paying attention and uh, training my eyes on Jaka, I was just immediately enamored with the, his style and his grace. Was quite excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, and you know he impresses well. He is he is kind of that that really acrobatic brawler thing. Uh, he has that going for him, and he has had that going for him for a little while. Whether it's been beyond wrestling or in the wrestling is world that used to be. Uh, I'd yeah. I'd play him in Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd pay a couple bucks for that <laughs> to I, add has, him to the game. <laughs> I st- I still want somebody to, t- but it, it would be awesome if somebody would be able to go through the trouble of creating Mugen characters for for all the Chikara world. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be fun, you know. Mugen, fire up all your Chikara wrestlers. Well, the the one, the one guy I'd want is retired and is now the director of fun and commentator. Yeah, He's the only one I'd really want. But you get to put him what? in Mugen. And you get to but, play but it is his time. company, so maybe he would do it. Yeah. I think Mugen's too busy adding more melty blood into their game, so... No, that's true. Um, Sigh. Um, that's... That, but yeah. Oh, fantastic eight-man contest, you know. Challenge of the Immortals progress. We'll have to see, look forward to Eddie Kingston or Jaka. Eddie Kingston versus Jaka. Uh... But speaking of singles contests, speaking of, <laughs> we go into the main event of the evening. Oh, uh, yeah. For the Chikara Grand Championship, we have Ashley Remington, smooth sailing Ashley Remington, uh, challenging for the Grand Championship uh, against the current Chikara Grand Champion, Hello Wicked, uh, making his first defense of the Grand Championship after winning it in the UK. Uh, defeating Icarus. Defeating Icarus. I'm uh, making his first defense against Ashley Remington. Uh, Jack D. Oh, yes. You seem to have been excited by this, uh, by the mention of this match. What was your feeling of this main event contest? This, uh, this and, uh, uh, the Jervis and, and, uh, Princess Kimberly match, these are just both in my head, just competing for what must have been my favorite throughout the entire entire special but this there was such a huge contrast between these two first of all you have smooth sailing strutting in with his excellent excellent attire with his hands interlaced with his 
Ashley's Angels, I believe they were called. Yes. Feeling very much, for the most part, I keep making these game references, but I cannot help it. He was immediately just uh, bringing me back to the days of me playing Leisure Suit Larry, Love for Sale. He was immediately this this smarmy but romantic and elegant son of a son of a humdinger, and I really, really loved watching him come in and and strut like a peacock. And then you get the comically. <laughs> Horribly evil. Oh, Petey, believe me, I'm, we're going to get into that. We're we're going to talk about that, Petey. Jack, like go ahead. Some kind, some kind of biker gang meets Mad Max, Fist of the North Star crew. I swear to God, I've seen them in Fist of the North Star somewhere. <laughs> this group of of nightmare hellions that yeah. accompany Hallowicked <laughs> into the <laughs> into this thing. Mm-hmm. I was. I was blown away by how much I feel like when he was he was told to to come up with his costume he immediately went home with a with a huge bag full of craft supplies and said okay I've got my glitter glue I've got my glue gun I've got my duct tape how evil can I make this look yes. uh, I can't Jack, wrap stuff around my just arms a, <laughs> just a little bit of context for you uh, yes. Hollow Wicked, the current Grand Champion, is also a Chikara Gen 1 original going all the way back to their first year in 2002. Uh, to make an apt comparison, Hollow Wicked is probably the Kazuya Mishima of Chikara. Yeah. He, he is top comparison is, uh, I got he is it. top, top tier. Top tier. <laughs> um, also, I can, I'm going to go ahead and link you guys uh, one of his previous costumes. Uh, and let you guys enjoy that from the in the hangout link. And that'll uh, be in the, the chat for the hangout. Yes. Let's just make him more evil. He had a little jack-o'-lantern and in, in dark glitter glue on his Oh, that's <laughs> adorable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is uh that was like cuz this uh, current costume is like the next progression of like building off of that. He used to look pretty much straight up jack-o'-lantern all like and of course, Frightmare kind of being a little bit more uh, uh, patchwork and crazy. Uh, I liked uh, I liked what I saw in the in the match, especially. This is cool, but I really loved the fact that he just had a glitter glue jack o' lantern on the front of his. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's, it was glitter glue. That's Halloween. I, I just I didn't work at a craft warrior. store. I work at a craft store. I, I'm pretty sure that that was glitter glue, but you know. Yeah. I, I loved his I loved it. Like I would wear that thing that he came out. Like I'd probably take the spikes on the shoulders down a little bit because uh <laughs> I don't want to poke myself in the eye when I look too quickly in a direction. But he's but, like six foot two. You gotta go yeah, full hand. Like, I loved the thing. There's this leather armor oh, it was it was hardcore. I I'm pretty sure I own something like that anyway, so yes. Um, to think of it as his, it comically scary to me. I'm like, that's just my wardrobe. <laughs> like, that's, just, that's just Thursday. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I was in love with the whole the Nightmare Warriors style. Except for, like, I really found Frightmare's little wooden necklace distracting. Because, yeah. like I said, it was just a Blair Witch thing. And I was like, no, stop it. Go home. Like, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're anointing the Grand Championship. And they're all preying on to it, like... Yeah. All right, Petey Rave. Yes. I, I have a confession to make. Yes. I, I don't know if I've said it here on the podcast, but I said... If it's I what I think you're about to say, is, you probably have. 
but I have said in various circles across the internet wrestling community that in the case of Ashley Remington, I don't get it. I don't get it. His appeal is lost on me. However, however, we're going to talk about another company, Ring of Honor, and we're going to talk about Ashley Remington's second cousin, twice removed, who is totally not the same guy, Dalton Castle, who is known as the Peacock of Ring of Honor. Mm. So this is just a character this guy likes to play, strutting around and being a general yachting douchebag. No. (laughs) This is a different human being altogether. Kind of like how Robert Evans and And Archibald Peck are completely different people, and not even related. Completely different. What it is is that Dalton Castle in Ring of Honor is, in every sense, a human anthropomorphized peacock. (laughs) <laughs> his entrance is something incredible. He has feathery. Yes. Okay. He, he has a ring jacket that, when he opens it, it becomes wings. Oh my! That's God. fantastic. Also, he is accompanied to the ring uh, with, uh, as he refers to them as his boys, who feather fan him, <laughs> and, and basically they are his. They're his stepladder to the ring, and they are also occasionally his chair when he wants to cut a promo. Dalton I, I Castle. Want I want to watch Dalton this. Castle in Ring of Honor, PD. Yes. I've really grown to enjoy. In the beginning, I didn't quite get it, but in recent months since we've taken our break from Fanny Pack, I've really grown to enjoy Dalton Castle. Ashley Remington, on the other hand... It's still lost on me. So really, I just wanted to see Hollow Wicked successfully defend the title. Because for all intents and purposes, he's kind of the face of Chikara right now. So I was just hoping that we could all move on from Ashley Remington finally. (laughs) Ah, yes. Uh, And that's understandable. Uh, I also included links of of Dalton Castle in the Hangout And his boys. Again, in regards to character with this match, it was another one of those things that, like, I wanted to like Hollow Wicked, and I ended up actually liking Ashley more. I just found him to be more suave and charismatic. I think mm-hmm. yes. Hollow Wicked took being just a big defensive badass too far, and it made it really hard as a new viewer to connect with him in, like, any meaningful way. Yeah. And And I totally get that, and I totally, totally understand that Ashley Remington does captivate people very quickly and very easily. He just has not connected with me. I don't know why. Well, you also you also prefer the Gentleman's Club over Corn Crown, so you're wrong. That's, the, yeah. that's, really, that's what we're getting at. Your opinion is just wrong, David. That's all I'm, we're trying to say. I, I'm just, I guess I'm just an awful guy. I'm an awful person. Mm-hmm. You're terrible. You're, you're, I, I think um, you're, you're, you're. I think we've established that you're the the actual heel of the show. <laughs> yeah, I, um, man. Ooh, Petey, that's it. Season five, the DJM heel turn. Yes, and, exactly. Oh, oh God, no. There it is. But David, you're supposed to teach me your ways of good and truth and evil. I mean, well, that's, what? Well, that that's what David Majors on A3K will do, Jack. It's just like. <laughs> Ashley Remington and Shakara and his second cousin, twice removed, 
Dalton Castle in Ring of Honor. <laughs> I really did. I mean, Ashley Remington had a, a really nice appeal, but I ended up getting really frustrated with him because he was so damn polite during the match, and it became his downfall because Hollow Wicked is not taking your shit. He's like Honey Badger. He gives zero shits to you. Yes. That if you was help true. him up, he's going to use it to his advantage. God damn it, Ashley. Yes. Get over yourself. At least. Yeah, it was like, at learn least. a lesson. Take a point. Yes, at yes. least. If you're going to break it one, which is, you know, understandable. You want to re- You want to break it one. At least don't take the time to announce that you break it one. Just break it, mm-hmm. and then back away am, and be ready. And like, I'm break. liking these images. <laughs> yes, they are wonderful yes, images. That is Dalton Castle. Yes, that is a and his boys. And his yeah. boys. Uh, I just saw things like I'm terribly wicked, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to have a Tim Curry voice. He needs to. Yes. Not- <laughs> so kind of almost there. Just a little less oh. offended so he doesn't get beaten. T- T- crap out yes. Have you seen the, the match that ROH is, is booking in, in the not too distant future? Uh, I don't. It is going to be Dalton Castle versus Adam Cole. <laughs> yes. Don't, don't bring the kids to that one. No. That, that one will not be family friendly. Um, let's just say there's a thing that, uh, uh, Adam Cole likes to tell people to do, uh, and uh, Dalton Castle might be a little too willing. Okay, so it's going to turn into gay porn. It's really what we're talking about. No, we're not saying it. We're not saying that. We're not, we're saying, not saying that. We're implying it heavily. No, I'm I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. Not saying. I'm just super saying. Just saying. I'm just super. Yes. Just super saying. God super saying, because that's mm-hmm. just ridiculous. I'm yes, gonna use that from now on. Yes. <laughs> and you should. And you should trademark it. Uh, just freaking then, came up with that. And crap. then uh, put a copyright strike on the show for not for using your trademark on it. Uh, Original saying: Do not steal. Yes. Exactly. Uh but that's a, that a main event, a fantastic main event, and those are our impressions of it. Uh, we're costumes. That's really yes. what we took away from it, apparently. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so let's talk about kind of a, a overall takeaway of the show. Uh, Sword, what was your thought at the end of the, of, the sh- of the show? What was your thought of the show overall? I thought it was very well put together. They had a lot of really great performers who... Um, d- d- I don't. Know, I can't even think of what I want to say. Like they were really good. Yeah, there was a few of them. You could see them calling their shots, or they, you know, their timing was off a little, or they didn't sell very well. But outside of that, like the characters are really great. You could tell there was a long history, and uh, they were able to keep their energy and the audience's energy up at the same time. And I thought, you know, for was well, almost a three-hour thing, that's really hard. And they did it very well. And I, I came away pretty well satisfied. Yeah, there was a few things I, I forgot here and there. And I was like, yeah, okay, I could have done without that. But overall, I was, I was incredibly impressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack D, Tyler D. Oh, yes, Sahar. What was your impression of the show overall? Uh, overall, the whole thing was just a insanity (laughs) just again like i said going in i was not expecting the amount of off the wall uh 
the costumes and the characters that were larger than life. I I was really hoping that the crowd would be as pumped up as it was with um, the previous uh, amateur wrestling I watched, uh, the pro wrestling gorilla. That was really, really good. Really, really good. But um, this is definitely my favorite of what I've seen. Uh, I mean, I really was hoping that smooth sailing would, you know, he wouldn't just have encountered so many rocky waters. But he had to, and you know what? He sunk the Titanic, and I'm very disappointed in him. But overall, uh, as far as all the fights were uh, concerned, I was very, very impressed, and I quite enjoyed myself. But he took he took the the loss in stride, as he is wont mm-hmm. to do. Um, yeah. I mean, Halloween, he's he's pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah, Halloween is fantastic. He's a talented guy, especially for him to go that far that fast, because they said, what, he'd only been there a year. And, no, uh, no. Hollow Wicked well, is a not Hollow Wicked, not Hollow Wicked. Ashley Remington. Uh, Remington yes. Ashley Remington. They said he'd only been there a year, and he was already, you know, headlining at the anniversario and yes. getting a championship shot and all that. Like that, that's impressive. There's a lot of hard work and skill to get that far that fast. So, mm-hmm. DJM. Uh, this was also not just us introducing people to the world of Chikara, but this was also us coming back to Chikara in in a sense. How was your feeling coming back to Chikara? Because I know we've been away from it, both of us. Uh, PD Rave, I will say that it almost felt like going to an anime con that you've gone to for a few years, you've made some friends, you've gone to this convention center with the hotel, and once you get there, kind of that Thursday afternoon, and things start rubbing up that Friday you start feeling like, oh, right. It, you'll remember why you came back. And watching this show, watching Anniversario, I remembered why I, in, why I discovered Chikara around 2006, 2007, why I got so into it uh, over the years, and why after the break we took, it felt so good to come back. Uh, because... I missed what the Chikara Pro Wrestling brand brings to this genre of entertainment. Uh, it was great to see some new characters, lots of new characters, actually. Uh, Mike Quackenbush has almost completely revamped the Chikara roster. Mm-hmm. And to see some old familiar faces as well. And, yeah, it just it feels good to be back in the world of Chikara again. Yes, just like it feels good to be back in the world of wrestling again and doing this podcast again. Uh, Shakara, I, I love Shakara for so many reasons. It's the, it's the promotion that truly, truly opened up my, my, my heart to the world of indie wrestling. Uh, and also, if you remember PD Rave, yes, uh, a certain guy that some of us know by the name Brian Danielson. Yes. That other people might know as by another name, Daniel Bryan, has once said, Chikara is PG wrestling done right. Exactly. <laughs> or Y7 wrestling, really. <laughs> but PG wrestling done right. 
is uh, it's fantastic and i love chikara and this show reminded me in so many ways why why i love chikara and it's really cool to kind of and and it makes me realize that i need to just go ahead and just start buying a bunch of buying a bunch of shows i don't care how much they cost i'm gonna give chikara are, all are you gonna money. subscribe to chikaratopia Pete? yes i'm i'm tempted to do so and but i definitely it's only would 7.99 it's only 7.99 and i would definitely recommend other networks that yes, yes. ask for 9.99 I would definitely recommend if the guest enjoyed Chikara and would like to maybe explore the history of Chikara, go check out Chikaratopia. It's got a bunch of shows, $7.99. You can stream a bunch of shows from the long history of Chikara, uh, back to 2005, even some of the early shows. Like it has got so many, a bunch of really great shows, uh, from its great history. And it is uh, some great shows worth checking out. And you can stream it all. All you can consume, all you want for seven ninety nine a month. Binge watch. I have a, one last question that maybe you, you guys know. Because um, in my research, I don't think I found the right answer. What is the origin of the name Chikara? Chikara is the Japanese word for strength or power. Cool. Except I looked it up in Japanese in my dictionary and uh, I didn't see it, but that would explain why they use the kanji for fire. Because the only thing I could find was that it's Uzbek for release of. <laughs> I know it's a restaurant as well. Yeah, <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I, I'm definitely, uh, definitely uh, associating I'm, it more with the Chikara recipe. Yeah. Like I don't I'm, I don't you're probably right um because but I just I couldn't find it anywhere in Japanese because obviously my first assumption saying the kanji was Japanese so I don't yeah. I I'm sorry I came out so hot saying you're wrong because yeah. you're probably not but <laughs> <laughs> I think Google translates it's what Mike Quackenbush said so it's what Mike Quackenbush said so you know what I'm going with it it could be a, a colloquialism as well because I know that there's several several words in Japanese which mean something completely different and then you know they're used as as sayings and idioms i mean we're we're english and we have we're english <laughs> Tell me how. three points but um yeah, guys in business English. this is the part where i would say to pd it's time to go home yeah uh but that being <laughs> said chikara we loved it uh go check out chikaratopia uh Eight bucks, just get all the Chikara you can consume. Uh, and check this out on Chikara. It's available. You can watch it 1080p. If you have 4K TV, that'll upscale it. And it'll be, oh, look yeah. really great. It'll look really fantastic. Um, <laughs> ChikaraPro.com, Chikaratopia, Smartmark Video. Look at Chikara Office on YouTube to check out the Chikara podcast. Go, go. Yeah, get a little snippets here and there. Just go do it. Consume all the Chikara. Do it all. Please. Just do it all. Uh, but that ends it for us. Uh, Sword Song. Where can people find you on the internet? What do you got going on? Uh, I do YouTube videos uh, about me trying to kind of go out and make connections and be a more social person, usually through video games. Um, at, that's YouTube.com slash Sword Song. Mm-hmm. I also have a Twitter, which is uh, at Tirana underscore TB. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to track me down there. Yeah. Jack D. Tyler D. Ah, uh, yeah. What do you got going on? 
Well, you can find me at Jack D. Tyler D. on Twitter and Fiverr. That's F-I-V-E-R-R, where I do $5 commissions. I really need to go back on there because that page has been D-E-A-D dead. So I'm going to have to go back on there because guess what? I really like my fighting and I draw people as fighting game characters. And until that page is no longer D-E-A-D dead, you can always talk to me at Jack D. Tyler D. and ask for a $5 commission of you as your favorite fighting game character. Take a look at what other sorts of things I have to offer at mechanicalsymphonies.tumblr.com. I have commissions open there. If you search commissions at that blog, you'll see a lot of delicious examples of the stuff I do. And, uh, you know, uh, now that I've taken a good long look at Peacock Man here, I think I may or may not have to <laughs> have a character inspired by this. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> that, that sounds I'll like your next great speed draw. We'll watch some Ring of Honor. Yes. Oh, we'll, yeah. We'll do that. Uh, and I, I would love to see you do a speed draw of, of, of Dalton Castle. Or a Dalton oh, Castle yeah, like <laughs> Dalton Castle if he was in JoJo. I, that would be really good because he does very much resemble a lot of the flamboyant. Yeah. Yet, yet Dalton Castle and JoJo. Nails yeah, that, that would work. That yeah, would that be would very work. exciting. I guess oh. I should go ahead and say that too is um, every Saturday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you are interested, let me know on any of the aforementioned media that I have mentioned. Social media, sorry. <laughs> oh, God, so nervous. Uh, because I have a, a live speed draw event and pd rave was at the one yesterday so was david and it was a fabulous time a jaunt and a journey and i appreciate the both of you arriving and if any of you listening would like to see (laughs) this interesting new uh topic for a speed draw then you are more than welcome to hang out so let me know at jack d tyler d mechanical symphonies all that good stuff Mm -hmm. uh of course djm what 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 do you got to promote you're back with the wrestling what do you got to talk about yeah, we don't need to promote my stuff. Yeah. I'm he's, so humble. He's just called me DJM. I'm PD Rave. Fanny Pack no, is I, back. No, I, I just hate myself. That, that's my thing. <laughs> I love you. Uh, and that's wonderful. Uh, we all love Deej. Uh, just call me DJM. He's him. DeltaGLAMAC.com. I'm PD Rave. Rebelli.net for this another show. Fanny Pack is back. That's all that matters. We will be here on a constant basis. In fact, Usually, you know, our, our schedule, well, I, in theory, our schedule was always every other Sunday. But we're kind of changing it up. Uh, we're going to give you two episodes back to back. One, an episode next week. That's a so, Diamond Club double shot, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone exactly. in between. Uh, next week, we will be here with Patrick Swagger, a.k.a. Patty McSwag, and another new guest from the A3K family. A.W. Brawler. And we're going to talk about New Japan. Right, Deej? Shin Nihon Pro So look out for that next week. Sunday. Sunday night. 10 p.m. Eastern. 7 p.m. Central. Uh, and after that, it will be every Sunday night. And the episodes will be up on in audio form uh, Monday uh, during the day sometime. Uh, every other Monday, every Monday that we have an episode. So check it out, rebelli.net. Uh, subscribe, like, share, do all the things. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Buenos tacos. Let's rock!
we feel you. We feel your dancey energy. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>